The ability to speak with confidence and present for impact is easily the most valuable skill you can have in today's world. When you can share your knowledge, you can facilitate change. And when you can facilitate change, well, you can change the world one conversation at a time. But most people think they can't speak articulately, confidently, or with impact. They get choked up by nerves, they lose their words, or that dreaded imposter syndrome shuts them down. Well, I'm happy to say that speaking is a skill that anyone can learn. Yes, even you. And that's exactly what this podcast is all about. My name is Kat Matson, and welcome to Speaking with Confidence. Oh, hello. Fancy seeing you here. Thank you for joining me for another episode. And this one, this one comes from one of my recent impactful presenters participants. And I'm going to guess that it's pretty familiar to lots of us. You see, Michelle asked me the question in a recent Ask Me Anything call, which is part of the Impactful Presenters program. And she said, how do I recover a presentation that's gone pear-shaped? Now she joked and she said, I'm asking for a friend because of course it wasn't for me. But in essence, this friend had delivered a sales pitch. It was to a number of senior stakeholders and this friend knew that it hadn't landed. How did she know? Well, because there was that kind of disinterested, polite look in the stakeholders' eyes. There was that lack of truly interested questions. It's funny, you know, people often say that if you don't get any questions at the end of a presentation, then it means that your presentation must have been really good and you answered all the questions. No. If you don't get questions at the end of a presentation, particularly one that's in a boardroom, then it actually means that they've tuned out because there should always be a follow-up question. What do we do next? How do we get involved? And so Michelle's friend, we'll call her that, Michelle's friend knew that the presentation had gone pear-shaped and her question was, how do I recover it? How do I pull it back? How do I get those stakeholders back on board and back into the conversation? So in this episode, what I wanted to do is actually answer that question with two different scenarios. The first scenario is what do you do when you realize a presentation is going pear-shaped in the moment? How do you change directions and get everybody back on board? And the second scenario is what happens if you didn't recover it in the room and you've realized afterwards that it sucked and you need to go back. So they're the two scenarios that I'm going to talk about. So the first one, let's say you're in a boardroom, you're presenting to key stakeholders, whoever they are, these are important stakeholders to you and you, you want them to come on your journey with you. You want them to be asking for more, whatever the more is. And you're getting the sense that they're not interested. You're getting the sense that either they don't want what you're selling or they're being polite or perhaps it's a change scenario where they're actually really resistant to the change that you're proposing. Or perhaps you're having an off day and you just haven't connected. Perhaps you're using your organization's stock standard presentation and you're not feeling it. Whatever the situation is, whatever's had you get to this point of not landing it and you realize that it's going pear-shaped, 
Here's what I do. I ask a question and then I ask another and then I ask another. I generate conversation because nothing will shift the energy in a room more than questions. So my tip here is to ask questions that are going to give you more information about what your audience is looking for from you. Now, in Michelle's case, where it's a sales scenario, then you can ask questions around, well, what is it that you don't like about your current solution? What is it that you want solved? If you had a magic wand, what would a new solution look like? Um, If it's a change scenario, you'd be asking questions like, um, how do you feel about this change? Do you think that the outcome that we're going for is the right outcome? Or are you a bit kind of still concerned about why we're doing this? If you're prepared for your presentation, and even if your presentation's gone pear-shaped, you know what the end outcome is, right? So you can ask those questions on the spot and get as many different answers that you can. Now, here's a couple of things with asking questions of your audience like this. You need to listen to their words, not just the essence of what they're saying, but the specific words that they're using. Because the words that your stakeholders will use are then the words that you want to use back to them, not just in a reflective listening exercise to demonstrate that you heard them, but when you're then positioning the solutions. Because oftentimes what happens when we're speaking is we get caught up in our own jargon or we get caught up in our own technicalities. We get caught up in talking all about the features and the functions of whatever it is that we're talking about but not actually speaking to our audiences or our stakeholders' concerns. And so when we use their words back at them, then not only do they hear you, but they also get that you've understood what it is that they're trying to achieve. So in the moment, you realize that a a presentation or a conversation has gone pear-shaped, ask questions. Ask as many questions to tap into the what's in it for me the whiffum of your audience, and then you can respond to that. What happens if you've already left the room and you've realized, oh, that sucked and I need to, like, I've lost it or I need to fix that? First of all, you probably didn't suck as much as you think you did. And this is a really important one. I've been speaking now for 25 years and I will still walk out of key presentations wishing that I had said something differently or wishing that I'd said a key point that I perhaps missed or I missed an audience member's cue and that was a lost opportunity because that's how our mind works. Our mind will always look for holes, will always look for flaws in what we've just done. So the first thing is just Take a chill pill and perhaps you didn't suck as much as you thought you did. But if you do think you need to recover, if you do think you need to follow up, then my strategy here is actually not dissimilar to the first. Go back and ask more questions. So however you do this, whether you schedule a follow-up meeting or whether you reach out via an email or even via a phone call, oh my goodness, phone calls. I didn't, did you know? That the mobile phones, those little mini computers that we carry around in our pockets that, you know, are an extension of ourselves. Did you know that we could use those to make phone calls as well as text, check Facebook, send emails? 
I'm of course being a little bit um, jovial here, but reaching out with a phone call can be really useful and ask questions. Again, you can do it in a really subtle way. Hi, John, I'm just calling to see whether you had any further questions after our conversation today. If you feel like you need to probe deeper, then you can say, Mary, I don't, I'm not sure that I really understood what it is that your, you and your team are looking for out of my solution. So would you have five minutes to just let me ask you a few more questions? Asking questions and for taking the time to follow up will mean that you can deepen your understanding of what your stakeholder, your client, your prospect, your team member is looking for. But it also means that you can then rearrange or represent or reposition your key messages to meet your audience where they're at and to meet your audience with what they need. Now, I can kind of hear you screaming internally, you know, that internal dialogue is screaming going, well, that's all good and well, Kat, but I can't ask questions, get their answers, and then really quickly respond to that. Like I need far more preparation time than that. You've already done the preparation. You've already prepared a full presentation. Yes, you believe it went pear-shaped, but you have the answers You have the key benefits. You have the key messages. You know the end outcome. One of the reasons, I honestly believe, one of the reasons why we stuff up these kind of presentations is we get too attached to what we're going to say and not to landing the key messages that will move our audience on the journey. So just trust. Trust that you know your information Trust that the presentation that you've prepared has the right information in it. And as you hear the answers to the questions that you're posing, you'll be able to respond accordingly. And if worse comes to worse and you really can't, then you can simply say, thank you for taking the time to explain what you need. Let me come back to you. It's as simple as that. So. I know when we had this conversation with Michelle in the Impactful Presenters program, she found that really useful. So I hope you've also found that useful as well. Just because you feel like a presentation or a conversation is going or has gone pear-shaped doesn't mean you can't recover it. And I guess my key is just be, be flexible and be present to where your audience is at. Use their words, not just reflect, but use their words to demonstrate that you understand and that you're taking them on their journey. Now, if you've got a question, if you've got a question about speaking with confidence, about speaking with greater impact, about making your dent in the universe, and you would like me to answer it, then come and join the Speaking with Confidence Facebook group. Think of it as a companion group to this podcast series. You can ask your question in the group and I will either answer it in there or I'll record a podcast just like this to answer that particular question. So head over to Facebook, look for Speaking with Confidence with Kat Matson, and you'll find the group you'll need to ask permission to join. And hey, presto, you'll be in there and you can ask me all of your questions. You can also check out the other resources that are in there, like videos 
answers to other questions, upcoming programs that I'm running, all of the things. And of course, if you'd much prefer to click a link, then you'll find the link to that group in the show notes on whatever app you're listening to this on. So next time a presentation goes pear-shaped, what are you going to do? You're going to ask questions. I hope that's been useful and I look forward to seeing you again soon. In the meantime, here's to confidence and here's to impact. Thank you.